You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network. Welcome, everyone. This is the inaugural episode of Community, and I am so excited. I have my sister here, yes. uh, Stephanie Harbin. If you could say hello to everyone. Hello. My name's Stephanie Harbin. Just happy to be with Audra Carson. Okay. Okay. That's good stuff. That's good mm-hmm. stuff. So I just want to have a conversation, Stephanie, um, and talk about how we met. Um, we, we met working in community for Sinai Grace Guild, CDC. And it was most definitely meant to be because we're still connected, Audra. Yes. And, you know, it's a good thing, too. And um, just thinking about how we met um, at the Sinai Grace Guild, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, coming into Sinai Grace Guild uh, and not even really knowing that we were going to cross each other paths, but right. it happened. Right, 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 right. And, uh, you know, we was checking each other out. Right. You know. <laughs> Trying to see what was going on. Yeah. I'm like, she right. could be my big sister, sister yeah. but I don't know. No. Right? And so um, we started having conversation. We were doing great work. We had an opportunity to do great work in mm-hmm. Northwest Detroit. Um, but what's most important to me and why I asked you to come is, you know, first of all, we we had a spiritual connection. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's not something that happens regularly. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so I wanted to kind of delve into that and what did it mean to you? And then I, I want to tell you what it meant to me. All right. What okay. it for me, it meant that we were going to make a connection that was going to bond and that it gave us a foundation Mm -hmm. to help uh, our relationship. Mm -hmm. And because of that spiritual connection, Mm -hmm. it helped me to see that, oh, she understands. Mm -hmm. And that's very important when it comes to that spirituality, because some people, they'll just kind of, you know, shun you away, you know, or feel a little uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't our um, relationship in that. We didn't feel uncomfortable. As a matter of fact, we were like more or less on one accord. Exactly, exactly. And what's Mm -hmm. cool about it is, um, you know, we come from different perspectives as as you, you you know. Um, You know, I'm more from the spiritual standpoint, you know, in the way that I approach my my belief system. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what happened is you allowed me to be so comfortable and allowed me to be extremely transparent. And I'm grateful to you um, because it was a dark space for me. Right, right. And um, you you held the mirror up and you um, told me, <clears throat> you know, where I needed to make some adjustments um, so that abundance could come back into my life. And um, I'm forever grateful. And that's reason number 300,232. <laughs> Uh, and we love each other. Yes, we love mm-hmm. each other. We mm-hmm. love each other. And so, Steph, you know, in- inviting you onto uh, the podcast, I wanted people to know what is it that you do. What is it that you do? For now, I am uh, working on projects with the community mm-hmm. um, because um, I have 
since retired. Okay. Working for a company for 30 years. Wow. And um, so I still felt that there is meaning, you know, for my life, that there is something more that I can contribute. Mm -hmm. And I wanted that to happen. You know, I didn't know exactly how it was going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. So when um, it came... Uh, to me mm-hmm. through Gaston Nash. I don't know if you are familiar with him. No, I'm not. But he more or less just thrusts me into the urgency of community. Yes. So right now, that's what I'm working with. I even uh, do what you call part-time ministry. Mm-hmm. I do traveling, you mm-hmm. know, throughout the country and, mm-hmm. you know, different places and speaking engagements and, mm-hmm. you know, but right now I do have a focus for the community. Okay. Okay. And what's so cool stuff is uh you are the president of San Juan Black Club. San Juan Black Club. Yes, yes. I yes. have lived on San Juan for fifty years. Wow. And that's somewhat how the connection too started uh with the community um because uh when I was in elementary about fourth grade, mm-hmm. uh they uh, involved the community at the time from U of D, mm-hmm. Mary Grove, and mm-hmm. there were uh, a couple of um, uh, programs. Okay, you know that I got involved in mm-hmm. at um, uh, U of D. You know they mm-hmm. wanted to help. You know the uh, residents. You know with the children and you know things mm-hmm. like that. So you know that's how somewhat my uh, what you would call it road got started okay so i have a question you know um you know how old were you when you fell in love with detroit or what happened when you fell in love with detroit would that be the time would that would you think that that would be the time when you know u of d was offering those opportunities for young people or was it before that or after it was before mm-hmm. i i lived on eastern street and mcgraw i don't know if you all are familiar with that area okay But I fell in love with Detroit then because of a house that we moved into when I was about five years old. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a mansion. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And as you got older, it looked like a matchbox, right? (laughs) The bigger you got, the smaller the house. But Mm -hmm. I fell in love with Detroit then. And the reason... um, that it seemed like that it was so important to me to live in Detroit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of you are were familiar or, you know, some of the audience is familiar with the riots. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it helped me to see how caring people really was and are mm-hmm. and how that, you know, they wanted to have protection for their communities. Okay. You know, and people began to stand up for it. Mm -hmm. I'll give you this quick story about, you know, me being with the riots and as a child and and understanding, you know, even loving Detroit. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to be curious, Stephanie. Mm -hmm. Right. And I decide to venture off to the corner you know, on my block. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, these big old uh, army trucks are coming with these big old guns. And my father spotted me and he seen me on the corner and he was like, come here. Mm. I'm like, what did I do? He let me know what I did. (laughs) (laughs) 
So he, are you saying he put a little smack he down? Put, yeah, he put a little smack down. He okay. was a little crunchy, <laughs> as you say. <laughs> he was a little crunchy. And boy, oh boy, after that, I knew not to venture off that porch anymore. So, you know, Detroit is important to me. I, mm-hmm. I have roots with it. And it's, it's just, you know, things that have unfolded, you know, in my life about Detroit. Mm-hmm. I'm bona fide. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm that's, a bona fide Detroit. That's good stuff. That's good mm-hmm. stuff. So that area of the city, is that was that near where everything kind of came from as far as the riots and yes. the rebellion? Uh, Grand River, uh, McGraw, um, 12th, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. back over there in that area. You know, it just crossed over. Mm-hmm. And it was just, you know, something that you thought that would never happen in your city. Wow. Yeah. And for something that was, I say, somewhat trivial, mm-hmm. I don't mean it as putting it down the way it happened, mm-hmm. but I mean that just of a conversation mm-hmm. because someone wanted to control, you know, yeah. that group of people. Right. Mm-hmm. So about how old were you? I was about seven. Okay. So at seven, you fell in love with the city. Yeah. Coming out of such a horrible thing, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. this this rebellion happened and and lives were lost and it was all this tension and unrest. Um, But as a child, you saw the other part of it with neighbors coming together and caring for each other during this tumultuous time. Yes. Outstanding. Mm -hmm. Outstanding. It was just, you know, seeing the neighbors saying, are you okay? Mm -hmm. Are your children? It was seven of us. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the neighbors are like, are the kids okay? Do you all need anything? Even though a lot of us was in darkness. Right. You know, our lights were out Mm -hmm. and everything, but they were like, are you okay? Your children, do you all need anything? And, you know, it just made us bond somewhat during the riot. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Well, um, we're going to segue into uh, what I am going to call What Up Though. <laughs> okay. And so basically that's news you can use. Use. Right. right. What's mm-hmm. happening in community. And so as it relates to you, Stephanie Harbin, and um, listeners, I have a nickname for Stephanie Harbin. It is Steph Harb. Harb. Steph Harb. So Steph Harb, all of the things that you're connected to, um, if you could just give us a rundown of, you know, what's next for you, what are things that are going to happen in uh, Fitzgerald, mm-hmm. uh, what things are going to happen in your ministry. Uh, you have a radio show. Uh, what's going on with that? And if there's any other things that you'd like to share uh, with our podcasters. Yes. Um, I would just uh, also, you know, with the community mm-hmm. that we, that I'm being involved in and I want to stay involved in it. Mm-hmm. You know, I want our community to Feel the change, know the change, understand the change, that it's real. Mm-hmm. And that we are looking for change for real. Right. And uh, so right now I'm involved with the Fitzgerald uh, Revitalization Project, mm-hmm. you know, that is coming into the Fitzgerald community to mm-hmm. rehab like 100 homes mm-hmm. and 
Um, also vacant lots where they're going to beautify them, right. you know. And one project that I'm really looking forward to on this year is a project that we are working with the uh, students of U of D of Architect. Yes. Where we are going to develop a pavilion right there in the middle of San Juan. Right. You know, so this place will be a place for you to come and just have some relaxation time mm-hmm. or you might want to have a special occasion like a, a, a graduation mm-hmm. or a little mini wedding mm-hmm. or you know just fun birthday parties and we just want to make it where the residents will feel safe okay so that's one of the projects that I'm working with and also uh, with the San Juan block club mm-hmm. we have different uh, events that we work with like um, our um, story time journey. Yes. You know, I really love that because the children, they look for something to do during those, you know, summer months Mm -hmm. and uh, something to talk about when they go back to school, what they did. And then we have um, our San Juan day where we try and get the residents to come out, you know, Hey, let's target this vacant lot and let's just clean it up real good. Mm -hmm. And then we have um, what we call our um, trunk or treat harvest night, you know, and we invite, you know, within the community of the Fitzgerald community to come at a vacant lot where we just want to feel that space, Mm -hmm. you know, to make it feel like that our community is coming up a little bit higher. Right. You know, want to build the self-esteem, the self-confidence. So what this trunk or treat does, it just brings children and family from all over. We Mm -hmm. get volunteers to park their cars right there, Mm -hmm. you know, on this vacant lot and Mm -hmm. put the little goodies all in the trunk. And Mm -hmm. the kids just come by and just get handfuls of goodies. Okay. So, you know, um, importantly, uh, with the community, I want to stay connected with leadership like yourself. You know, I can say uh, with Audra, I really appreciate, you know, your boldness. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you. Your boldness. And, you you know, I cannot even thank you enough right now for you having me to be a part of your podcast. You know, it's really something how that it have developed Mm-hmm. From us being in a little room. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that little you know, bitty room. Yeah. You know, yes. even just taking it this far, you mm-hmm. know, and I can, you know, words cannot express, you know, how grateful I am to Audra Carson. Right. Well, yeah. Well, and I appreciate this. Well, right back at you, Steph. And mm-hmm. I just want um, the community to know um, the power of one dedicated woman. Oh, mm-hmm. Steph uh, was awarded. Um, among others, um, this past, I believe it was the summer. Yes, was it, it was in August. The, mm-hmm. It was in August. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the name of that award, if we can take that name, the power of one dedicated mm-hmm. woman. And some things that I know about stuff that she's been able to do uh, in the Fitzgerald neighborhood. One woman, right? Um, taking on vacant lots before it became sexy. You know, the vacant <laughs> lot program. Right. My right. friend and sister here, uh, she began um, to take those those vacant lots on herself, right? And so um, out of that came solar lights for the alleys. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be able to do that, one woman starting that that 
uh, role to have in solar in a community where people probably don't even think that that's possible, right? Ella Fitzgerald Park, right? Yes. Um, was it nine lots? Nine lots? The, the it, I think it's like, um, what is it, four acres? Four acres. And so it began with the the energy that Stephanie brought with um, the, those vacant lots on San Juan and the city recognizing what could happen if they took that energy and harnessed that energy and they developed this park and this park is absolutely beautiful. It has a barbecue pit. It has mosaics by Hubert Massey. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has um, a water fountain for humans and pets. Yes, true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's it's located right in the middle of Fitzgerald, mm-hmm. uh, and so it, it uh, one part faces San Juan, the other part faces Prairie. Uh, family, please, uh, it's a it's a jewel for the community uh, to be able to take advantage of, and so. The power of one uh, dedicated woman. And, and just, you know, what you're speaking about that park, about the park, the Ella Fitzgerald Park, it bridged us from east to west, mm-hmm. from north to south. Mm-hmm. And we see uh, now the impact yes. that the Ella Fitzgerald Park, you know, have had on the Fitzgerald community, mm-hmm. whereas before it wasn't so much uh, socializing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. happening. You know, just mm-hmm. think about when we were coming up. We right. was last night, night before, 24 robbers at my door. <laughs> I got up and let them in, hit them on the head with a rolling pin, <laughs> two pounds of washing powder, two pounds of soap. <laughs> All not ready, holla, Billy go, you know. <laughs> We were out there socializing right, like that, right, you right, know, right. jump roping jump and rope, jacks yes. and tag, tag and, you relay know, races, relay races. Softball and, games yeah, between roles. Snowball lines. fights yeah, and, you know. Yeah, yeah. So now what the Ella Fitzgerald Park has done or is doing, mm-hmm. it bringing back that element yes, now. Yes, yes. You know, uh, mm-hmm. it's equipped with a, a basketball court. Right. A full court now. Full court basketball You know, court. and mm-hmm. then the park itself, mm-hmm. it uh, gives you uh, utilization to come and have your children's birthday parties, mm-hmm. to have barbecues, mm-hmm. and just like you say, the Herbert Massey uh, mosaic mosaic yeah. um, mural Mirror. that's there. Mm-hmm. It's just beautiful, you right. know, and it and it's helping us to understand what we have been missing in socializing in with socializing. one another. Yes. So you know, I appreciate you, you know, speaking about that. And um, so with us working together, mm-hmm. and uh, that's one of the top priorities that I look for. Mm-hmm. When you say you community involved, mm-hmm. I'm looking for you to work together. Right. You know, with leadership, partners, mm-hmm. you know, the institutions that are around us, the businesses. Right. You know, and I'm looking uh, and hoping that the businesses will reach out more mm-hmm. with this community. Yeah. 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 So. And so. With you um, being identified as a leader, um, I'm sure when the businesses do come on board, um, they understand that they need to have you at the table um, to talk about the needs of the communities mm. and, and the inclusion um, 
uh, of community, you know, as far as employment, mm-hmm. as far as the type of businesses that would uh, serve the community well, um, those type of things. So your leadership, uh, I personally thank you um, as a Detroiter. I thank you for your leadership. I thank you for your um, commitment to the city, yes. the commitment to Thank San Juan. Um, San Juan has an interesting um, designation because yes. it's one of the longest contiguous blocks. blocks. So it's no break. No, no, no intersections. No intersections. So when you come down San Juan, mm-hmm. make sure you know what you're doing. You got a made up mind. <laughs> you need to have a made up mind when you come down. Whether you are. <laughs> All right, walking to exercise down <laughs> San Juan and you looking for a shortcut to right. make a detour is not going to happen <laughs> unless you want to go through the yard with the pit bull. Okay, all right. <laughs> Other than that, we don't have any intersections that, you know, San Juan goes uh, intersections for Florence. Mm-hmm. Or Grove, Mm -hmm. there are no intersections. No intersections. But with the park there, Mm -hmm. you know, now we can just kind of connect together. Right, right. right. Mm -hmm. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. So uh, we are going to um, our next segment. I want to talk about um, inspiration, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, I know you grew up with. Uh, Martha Jean, the queen. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so she had a segment um, growing up. It's embedded and Mm -hmm. tattooed on my brain Mm -hmm. when we used to be able to come home for lunch from elementary school. All right. Mm -hmm. And I would come Mm -hmm. home and um, Martha Jean, the queen would be blasting. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And my mom made me, you know, the ham, grilled ham with cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Cheese. And so, yes, and yes. some potato chips. And with some tomato soup or yeah, something. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was waiting. Mm-hmm. But Martha Jean the Queen was blasted. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And the name of that time was Inspiration mm-hmm. Time. And so I want to give a nod to uh, Martha Jean the Queen. But in this segment, I just want to talk about where does your inspiration come from? How do you continue to do the work that you do and you have your uh, work that you do with the church. Mm-hmm. Um, you evangelize across the country and you go and you speak. Mm-hmm. Um, you work here in your physical church. Um, you are a beacon in the community. And so you, you are a resource for the community. Um, and then, you know, you have your own pursuits. And we haven't even gotten to that right, as right. far as mm-hmm. um, your entrepreneurial goals. What? inspires you my sister well you know the inspiration it comes from when you see things around you that are not being supported Mm -hmm. and you want to be a solution to that situation or those problems or whatever of the deteriorations you know are Mm -hmm. I have the inspiration that it comes from within, Mm -hmm. the determination, Mm -hmm. because, you know, when I look back Mm -hmm. and I think about, you know, when our alleys were full of 
uh, debris yeah. with the what you would call mattresses yeah. and couches, everything, and, contraband, you know, yeah. old cars, yeah, old cars, boats, tires, tires, you know, boats. and that's something Izzy, yeah, you know, most yeah. definitely <laughs> understands about, you right. know, and just you know from that, and as I was saying with Gaston Nash, who brought the urgency to me. Mm. You know, mm. and that inspiration plugged into me, yeah. you know, just like, you know, you put a plug into your your, your tub. Like, you remember yeah. those? Mm-hmm. And, and you had to suck it out of right, there. Right. You know, it, it sucked it into me mm-hmm. because he was like, OK, you're going to need a rake and a shovel. And I'm like, a rake and a shovel? What is he talking <laughs> about? And at the same time. When he began to lead me to this project, right. you know, about the urgency within our community, because I'm just going to and fro to my job every day and, mm-hmm. you know, just making uh, whatever it is that I needed to do, go to the grocery store, go shopping, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But when he brought that urgency to me yeah, and we ended up in the alley. Yeah. I said the alley. <laughs> We I were told not to go in the alley. In the alley. I'm doing the work in the alley. Work in the alley. I said, you want me to rake what? Right. I said, do you see all the of that? That's nasty. Right, right. I mean, just piles of garbage. They right. had been there for years. Right. But the inspiration was to say, look, if I don't do it, who <laughs> else will? Yeah. So to inspire whoever mm-hmm. it may be, don't just look at it that it's you know something that you don't want to touch Mm -hmm. or deal with Mm -hmm. because remember remember this is what's surrounding you right this is what's happening in your community right so you are the one Mm -hmm. that have to make that move yes you are the one that have to take that foot Mm -hmm. and put it in front of the other yes and keep on moving with it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my encouragement is no matter how large or how small the project is mm-hmm. or the conditions may not be what you, you know, want to do, mm-hmm. roll your sleeves up. Yes. Get some elbow grease going. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, the city began to pay attention. It began to pay attention. And that part. You know, you you began with an alley and you began with a rake and a shovel. It was vacant houses boarded up or just full of debris, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, drug use. Yeah. You know, people going into these abandoned houses, our children Mm -hmm. walking towards, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, past this every day, becoming immune Mm -hmm. to this is what my community is. Right. You know, we are... Becoming immune to abandoned houses, yeah. overgrown mm-hmm. lots. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm going to grow up with as an image right. for me. Right. right. But, you know, because when you get involved, the image can change. It, it don't change. have to be this way. It doesn't have to be this way. And what's so beautiful, Steph, is, you know, being a lifeline Detroiter myself, um, my parents were... Uh, the president of the Black Club, right? And my yes. dad still is at the age of soon to be 86 on Ooh, February 10th. God bless 10th. him, yes. Um, and so we got involved. You know, in our household, we were told either you're part of the solution or you're part of the problem, mm. so get to work, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so that small thing, 
that small thing that sparked it sparked it mm-hmm. and so with you the work that you were doing on San Juan and making sure that your neighbors and the children were able to uh, traverse mm-hmm. and not have to look at blight mm-hmm. and uh, disinvestment and trash and ugliness um, that spurred the the attention of the city and they this Ella Fitzgerald Park was a million and a half, a yeah. million, $1.23 million, million. Dollars, mm-hmm. right in the middle of Fitzgerald, off of McNichols, between McNichols and Puritan, yes, right? Yes. And they made that investment based on the power of one dedicated <laughs> woman that's sitting right here, right? Um, and, and, you know, I just want to say, too, with Andrew White, his determination, mm-hmm. you know, about our Black Club, who mm-hmm. is our vice president. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is so eager mm-hmm. all the time. He's just so ready, mm-hmm. you know, and willing mm-hmm. to um, help with whatever project, you know, and right. what whatever fight mm-hmm. that he has to do, right. he will do it. Right. And, you know, just appreciating him mm-hmm. pulling in uh, Joe Marr, yeah. the tree guy, yeah, the tree you guy. know, mm-hmm. with him, uh, he provided so many resources. Yes. For the San Juan Block Club. That's mm-hmm. what got our alley project going, mm-hmm. you know, and because of him, he were able he was able to pass down information how we were able to get free dumpsters. Right. So I just want to say, don't be afraid to start a project. The mm-hmm. resources are there. Right. Reach out for some help. Right. You know, don't just sit back and say, oh, well, mm-hmm. no. Oh, well can come. To a place where it can grow Mm -hmm. to, oh, my. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my. Oh, my. So, so Steph, you know, uh, the inspiration, you know, we're going to continue with that vein. Mm -hmm. And you, you know, you left a long career uh, at a very large international corporation. Um, You're retired, but you have not missed a beat. Right. Have more energy than a lot of people (laughs) that are, you know, younger than us. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, And so you have some entrepreneurial pursuits of your own. Mm -hmm. You are returning to school. Have you started? Yes. You started? Started back. This is my uh, second course for the intellectual properties, patent and trademarks. And this is a skill that I have developed because of my career. Yes. And with that, I have uh, decided, don't let it just die in the water. Yes. Do something with it. Mm-hmm. Because with intellectual properties, a creation of the mind, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the understanding of it, the creation mm-hmm. of the mind. And mm-hmm. sometimes we think it's of the product, mm-hmm. you know, the physical product, but it's because of the words. Right that go on to the paper mm-hmm. from the creation of the mind. The creation of the you mind, know, yes. You know, I'm not trying to sound like I'm a nerd or anything. Well, you know, it's nothing wrong with being a nerd. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I claim it. So Right, right. And, you know, so with that skill, you know, I really want to cultivate it, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, develop something for our community. Mm. I, I'm not going to put it out there because mm. mm. I know about intellectual properties <laughs> to protect your product. Right, right, Praise right. Praise right. the Lord. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Most High God. <laughs> yes. So, you know. So, so, so what's beautiful about that is community, we will have a resource uh, for 
you know, our genius children, mm-hmm. right, who come up with some invention that we uh, may app. Right, an app, you know, yeah. and beyond apps, mm-hmm, you know, we're mm-hmm. going beyond that. But it could be something that's utilitarian. Yes. Right, we get away from things, you know, physical things yeah. that we touch. Mm-hmm, but maybe mm-hmm. there's some geniuses that have some ways that we can do utilitarian yes. things in a better and more efficient way. Right. And so to have a resource in our community so that these inventions, witty inventions, mm-hmm. right? You know, they, they could be another George Washington Carver. Exactly. You understand? Exactly. You uh, know. What, what, what was the gentleman's name um, who, in, it was a crunch that in, invented the potato chip? His right. name His name is, is associated with, with, it, the, with, with the, the potato, potato chip. That's right. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, you know, we have this genius in our community. Mm-hmm. It's not cultivated, um, but to have you here in our community as a resource as you move forward with that entrepreneurial uh, extension of your intellectual prowess. Yes. Uh, And so um, I'm looking forward to hearing more about Mm -hmm. that. And Mm -hmm. so, Steph Harb, as we wind down. All right. How can people keep in touch with you? How can they um, contact you if they want to support uh, the initiatives that you have on San Juan, um, how are they able to uh, sure. get in touch with you? Do you have Facebook, yes. email? Please share. Yeah, we have our uh, San Juan Block Club Facebook. Mm-hmm. You can always send us a messenger, like us mm-hmm. on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And also our email address is sanjuanbc 16 at gmail. Dot com Again, that's S-A-N-J-U-A-N-B-C-16 at gmail.com. And you can like us on Facebook, San Juan Black Club. You can get in contact with us that way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, as far as your uh, radio show. Uh, yes, I do a uh, broadcast uh, on WMKM. Okay. 1440 mm-hmm. on your radio dial. It's AM and that's every Thursday at 8.30 p.m. Okay. And it's hosted by none other than evangelist Stephanie Harbin of Speak to My Heart. All right. All right. And so we're going to wind down. Uh, this is Community, Unique Pathways, Common Goals. I love it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just appreciate you so much. I love you, sis. And I yes. um, thank you for being my first and guest. And I want to say thank you so much. I'm really, I'm really appreciative of this for Audra, for you having me as your first guest. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. God bless you. I love you. Love you too. to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network.